Today is Wednesday, August 11th. The title of our devotional today is God's Best for Your Family. For a number of weeks, we've been talking about the two greatest commandments from Matthew chapter 12, verses 30 and 31. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And this week, we're applying the idea of loving our neighbor to our family relationships. Today, we're talking about loving our family by doing what's best for them. Now, this is a common thing that we'll hear a lot, that we need to do what's best for our family. Or you might hear someone in defense of their actions say, I need to do what's best for my family. I can't work overtime because I need to do what's best for my family. I can't spend my money on this because I need to do what's best for my family. Whatever whatever the thing is, often that's a very common justification is that we need to do what's best for our family. But in some situations, I, I hear this used in ways that that it, I'm not necessarily pushing back on the, the intent, but I think there are times when we don't necessarily know what's best for our family. We can't see all scenarios. And when we say what's best for my family, what we really should say maybe is what I think is best for my family or maybe even what I'm most comfortable with for my family. But in reality, God knows what's best for our family far better than we do. And it's pretty clearly from Scripture not an easy, comfortable, or disruption-free life. And we love our family best when we acknowledge this truth. So while we might think that what's best for our family is a lot of structure, very little disruption, a lot of ease, a lot of comfort, I think there's some ways that we can look at Scripture and say that that might not be what God desires for us. In Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through 39, this is Jesus. He's preaching, and he, he's preaching to people um, who are largely a part of Judaism. And, um, and he says this, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. In this passage, Jesus makes it clear that family, um, when it's idolized, it keeps us from relationship with him. And even that in some instances, following Jesus and doing the will of Jesus will mean conflict in our family. And I just don't think that's the way we tend to think about it. So this is difficult because we need to love our family and do right by them. But we also can't make it all about them. We can't make it about what's easiest, most comfortable, what's, what's most peaceful for our family. So how do we do it? Well, I certainly don't know that it's the same for every scenario or that I have all those answers. But here's two things that I want to share with you. The first one 
is allow God to move in your family. Leave space in your family picture and your vision for your family for God to move. Don't structure the Holy Spirit out of the equation. Don't insist on ease and comfort. Don't map out the future down to down to each individual detail. Don't define it to a T. Don't try to control every outcome. Leave space for God to move in your family. Second, allow God to define your family. As Christians, we're called to be part of a new family, the fellowship of the believers. And that should redefine how we view family. That doesn't mean we forget about our biological family. But it means we are a part of a, a bigger family with a deeper connection. And so that should change how we approach family and how we relate to our world. We're also called to be hospitable to those in need, family or not, Christian or not. To open up our homes. To share in what what we've been given. And sometimes some of those things, our gut would say, this is not what's best for my family. But if it's what God has for you, if, it was, if it's what the Holy Spirit is leading you towards and guiding you towards, and if it's what God is calling you to, then of course it's what's best for your family, even if you can't see how. So we need to trust in God's best for our family and that it's better than what we can devise and structure and map out on our own. Thanks for listening.